just accessed Hardware is Forever, your source for the expert insights, ideas, and innovations you need to do more in the electronics manufacturing industry. From optimization to operations, join us as we put the pieces together for a better approach to manufacturing. Let's go. This is Hardware is Forever. Jay Patel is the CEO at Amtech and um, Jay, welcome back. It's always great to be with you. I mean, looking forward to this conversation. We were just talking. We're going to start kind of a uh, a mini series, everybody. We're gonna we're gonna start to break down the teachings, the philosophies, the practical applications of Dr. W. Edwards Deming, and we're just gonna dive right into what that means. So, hey, Jay, and introduce us. What? Who is who is Deming? Why is it on your radar? And um, I don't know what's sticking out to you as this is something we really want to investigate and talk about. So, you know, I think, I think, you know, we've been on this, you know, about start our journey about two or three years ago on our EOS journey. And that has led us to getting introduced to a lot of different experts and guides. And I think we talked about that in the past is surrounding yourself with people with experience. And it has been one of those things where every, every time I talk to somebody who is, has worked in manufacturing or in hardware, whether it's on the development side or uh, the manufacturing side or the, you know, execution side or future planning side um Deming's name comes up and I've been hearing it and I've been hearing it independently from so many different people that I had to really um take time and dive into it and and you know and kind of become a student of this person whose name continuously keeps on popping up and I think this is, you know, this is one of the first things that we're going to do. Am I, am I an expert? Absolutely not. Are we going on a journey together? Yes. Are right. we, are we learning? Yes. But I think this is something that, you know, will benefit me in learning and then hopefully, you know, be able to show what Deming can really do on in depth of this. So the idea is that, you know, like you said, we're kind of creating a mini series or a, uh, this thing, this chapter on uh deming so so i got introduced to deming because all the smart people around me and all the successful people around me pointed at deming and so who is deming deming is considered the guru or godfather or whatever term you know trailblazer of the concept of quality in organizations uh so it is not just you know quality of product it is Designing quality into processes so we can get our end result. So one of the famous things that Deming says is you cannot inspect your way into product conformity. Uh, you have to create a process. So all these different things that he he introduced are his 14 principles. Um, and Deming, you know, like anybody, like any visionary, Deming found a way, found a niche, was accepted, and then shunned. And then he created you know, success in a different area and then came back and was considered mainstream. So it was not an easy journey for Dr. Deming either. I think he, when he went through his process of introducing it, it was groundbreaking. It was trailblazing and not, you know, the industry wasn't really ready for it at that time. You know, he was, he, you know, he was a, a student in Chicago from what I understand. He, he worked in some companies and some factories um, he initially brought up the concept of statistical process control, which was lever leveraged during 
you know, World War II to increase the yield and quality for um, for the resources needed to win World War II. And then after that, he was tasked to uh, go to Japan and kind of bring them back up. And at that time, you know, somewhere along the way, he, he implemented his 14 principles and his philosophy. And really, it was not domestically in America. He was not accepted right away. However, he did have success in Japan. And Japan, the, the Japanese industries accepted him. And we all know the story of, you know, Japanese industry and the quality and the level of execution uh, and even the price points that are out there uh, can't be compared to the margins that they, you know, the uh, Japanese automotive companies, their quality, their margin, their reliability, uh, the longevity of the vehicles uh, can't be matched uh, right now. I mean, automotive, other non-Japanese automotive companies have been close, but, you know, they, they're the ones who really set the standard. And then after that, he was recognized in, you know, his, you know, after the Japanese industry did really well, I think American industry in the world really had to say, okay, what is this guy doing? This is the secret sauce. We should pay attention to him. And he came in and implemented and helped a lot of uh, companies outside implement these processes. And, you know, he's, he's developed the Deming Institute. Uh, he's numerous books, numerous use cases, numerous videos that are still relevant in manufacturing today. Um, so, I mean, for that, just that journey, you know, but, you know, whether we were, he was relevant to manufacturing or not, but just to, just to see a person's life, an innovator, uh, go through the struggle, you know, not being accepted wholeheartedly, you know, tr having to prove themselves and then becoming the standard, the mainstream of industry, I think is, is a phenomenal story in itself. And, and I think as we, I think we go as we go down, we'll find more and more about Dr. Deming. But you know, just his 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 process-oriented approach to quality has revolutionized the world. I mean, it's just it's just changed the face of the world. We don't we don't really realize like how can a process and, and an approach change everything. Uh, but you know, the cell phones that we have, the price point that we buy it for, the laptops that we use. The vehicles that we drive, um, you know, the lighting that we have in our house, you know, the carpet and the, you know, the flooring that we have is all affected by Dr. Deming's principles. You um, have raised such an interesting uh, topic for us to talk about. And uh, let's unpack a couple things. You mentioned something I want to get to, but so W. Edwards uh, Deming was he, he kind of his his thinking started to come to fruition in the 30s. And then, as you said, sort of post-war Japan is where they started to institute or implement these things. I'm reminded a little bit of Peter Drucker, who's considered kind of the father of, of modern manage, management. But he was born in 1909. He was also doing um, this stuff in like the 30s and the 40s. So one question yeah. I have for you is um, there's something very elegant about uh, and timeless about these people who were making a uh, significant impact 80 years ago, you know, and 90 years ago. And the things that they put into place, the, the ideas they had are still resonant. They're still relevant. Talk to me a little bit about that, because as I know you, um, flash in the pan is not interesting to you. You're looking for a sustainable sort of uh, cultural impact around quality, but also around 
a kind of a sustainable way of doing business or life or whatever. And this seems to be aligned with that. What's talk to me just a little bit about your 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 point of view on how is it or why is it that these timeless thinking, this timeless thinking uh, supersedes fads, supersedes, you know, flavor of the month, the technology advancements, the industries that are advancing, doesn't matter. These things still apply. Well, you know, I think, you know, no, we talked about in the past, we're a people business. And I think, you know, thinking about these principles and distilling it down to these 14 points really, really leverages our unique capabilities the best you know we can we're not machines okay we're people and when people when you when we understand what we're capable of and put ourselves in a position to succeed we can do amazing things and i think you know the original thought was you know how do you create quality product well you have to inspect and we will uh, you know, we only will pay for product that passes conformity. Otherwise, the operators not get paid for that. So it's more of a fear, fear-oriented, uh, you know, instant gratification type of thing, where the leadership didn't have a lot of buy into it, or leadership just said, "Hey, you do it, you figure it out, and uh, we'll we'll make money." And and if we don't, you know, you're paying for it. You're not getting paid. So I think that that type of approach is very short term it's very fear based uh it's very it's not progressive and it's not growth oriented and i think when deming kind of realized that and saw it and observed it and used data and used our ability to analyze things i, I don't know what you know I, I don't know what the formal term for it is but when we fought, when we use our executive function to uh, approach a problem and find a long-term solution for it. I think that's where Deming made a huge impact and how he differentiated himself. And, you know, with him along with Drucker and himself, I think they were at an inflection point where mm. industry was, you know, the industrialized society was, was growing rapidly on a global scale. And we just needed something like that to make sure that we just don't keep on doing things the wrong way. And, you know, people like Drucker and Deming and others have observed that and been able to be implement those things at that at the time that it was needed. Deming has uh, 14 points of management, and we're going to talk more about those. We're going to get into those. But you're referencing one where he's talking about um, you, you mentioned inspection. And um, what's interesting there is maybe the status quo was, and we could argue that sometimes it remains, that the point of quality control is at the very end when somebody reviews this thing, when somebody examines this thing and either puts it in the pass or the fail bucket. And part of what Deming has said is no, the quality has to be built in to every aspect, to every point of this from the ideation and design all the way through production and manufacturing. Um, that's very aligned with, with how you're thinking. What is what what sparked kind of this aha for you because was it either uh deming was giving language to things that you would always sort of oh yeah this is how i like to to think and how i like to operate the business and how our leadership likes to do this or was it introducing you to i had never thought of this before and i'm going to just kind of soak this in like where where did that hit you when you started to get introduced to these ideas hardware is forever is a production of amtech 
the proven leader in circuit board manufacturing solutions. From engineering to assembly, testing to supply chain, Amtech is proud to be a partner that our customers can lean on time and time again. If you're looking for a fresh perspective on your next project, we want to help with a free Design for Manufacturing assessment. Visit us at buildamtech.com DFM to get started. I think it was just a new paradigm of looking at life and approaching manufacturing. You know, I think it was just like, oh my God, it can, it, it, it has to be done, done this way to make it sustainable. It has to be done this way. Like a lot of it is counterintuitive uh, to, you know, what we're, what we've seen and what we've been taught um, and what was, what is expected. But it was just like, okay, this is a long-term play and we're going to have to invest a lot of time effort and creativity into doing this and the nice thing is that it's been done before you know the toyota way is huge and you know it is they call it the machine that changed the world and i think you know it's been validated it's just we have to go through the process of validating it and and really like you know when i'm thinking about it more and more like like why are we talking about this in hardware's forever like how is it relevant yeah um and, 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 you know, the reason why it's relevant is number one is because I want to learn about it. So why not? Let's just do it together. Number two is like, why, why for hardware forever is because, you know, why quality? How does that relate to hardware is forever? Well, I think, you know, when you have good quality product that you, that is, that is executed properly, that is built repeatedly uh, and works in the field you know, you create markets, you bring the price point down and open up and make it more accessible to everybody. You reduce waste. So you're talking about environmental waste. You're talking about transportation waste. You're talking about all these different things that benefit, you know, the world directly. And because you're focusing, because you have things and that because you're not firefighting and you're not focusing on trying to create good product, you know, inspect good product, but just build good product. You have now resources available to innovate and improve. So, you know, would we have gotten to the iPhone and, you know, this, you know, smartphones and, and smart devices and, you know, the technology that we have? Yes. But could we say that Deming directly or indirectly accelerated that? Yes. Mm. You know, like, I think, you know, a lot of things that we have is because we've learned how to build hardware that has allowed our resources and talent to be used to innovate and bring solutions to us on a global scale. And I think that you know, things like Deming and things like Drucker, when you do the right things, the, the right things happen. And there's a lot of collateral benefits that we may not realize. Like, yeah, as, as an organization, if I implement Deming, am I going to grow my business? Yes. Am I going to increase my profitability? Yes. Am I going to create a better workforce? Yes. All that stuff happens to me directly. But when this is compounded at a macro scale, you know, we all win. You know, everybody wins because of this. So I think, you know, that's what, you know, when I started thinking about Deming and, and Deming's dent in, in the world and history, you know, he's one of those unsung heroes that people don't really talk about. But statistical, statistical process control is him, you know, and without that, we would be generating waste. Our yield wasn't, wouldn't be as good. We wouldn't be as detail oriented. We wouldn't have created technologies to be able to, 
uh, assist in the manufacturing process and processes that uh, and trainings that set up individuals to be successful at what they do. So I think it's, you know, his his contributions um, don't get appreciated as much as they should. Uh, he should be a household name. Uh, you know, when we talk about all the great in, uh, in, uh, innovators and industrialists, you know, when we talk about Dale Carnegie, uh, uh, and when we talk about, you know, currently when we, you know, when we talk about Steve Jobs, all those people get, you know, they, they get celebrated, but without these foundational principles, uh, that Deming brought up, you know, would they be able to do with the things that they do? Maybe, maybe not, but it's def Deming is definitely made their ability to innovate that much easier and removed a roadblock from them. So I think Deming you know, Deming should be celebrated. Deming should be understood. Uh, you know, whether whether we do that or not is is really irrelevant. I think we're going to go on our journey and learning learn about Deming and see how much we can learn from him and implement it in in our organization. Uh, I love it. Here's here's what our roadmap looks like, everybody. We're gonna we're gonna spend the next several episodes on on Deming's fourteen points. We're going to look at them together, uh, sort of collectively, and then we're going to break them each down and we're just going to talk about those. So if you are interested in this, if this is an area of, 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 uh, you know, intrigue for you, join us, hit the subscribe because we are for sure going to have some interesting conversations for the next several weeks as we, uh, and, and Chris, I was just, you know, doing some searching, uh, YouTube and all that kind of stuff and, you know, online and articles. Oh. Deming's not really talked about too much, man. So it's like, uh, let's uh, let's bring it back. I think We're it'll be fun. We're going to talk yeah. about it. Yeah, good. it's going to be fun. All right, Jay, I'm looking forward to the next conversation of, of all, right, cool. all the things Deming. All right, man? All right. Thanks for joining us. And a special thanks to our subscribers and followers. Consider becoming one today wherever you get your podcasts or on YouTube.